welcome to Monday Munchies, episode 8. For those of you that have been listening along, along the way, this episode is going to be a little bit different for Monday Munchies. Today we have a couple of special guests on here, and so I'll get right into that in a minute here. Normally on Monday Munchies, I break down the food I had in the previous week, or more recently the more the previous month, on the first Monday of every month. Today we'll actually be speaking with Kang Sisavath of at Strange Foods Chicago, Instagram, Twitter, all social media handle. I'm sure a lot of you know him since he's been on a couple of my other episodes previously, but we're going to dive right into why we're having him on the show a second time. Strange Foods Chicago and at Chicago Food Events on Instagram are bringing to you the first annual Strange Foods Festival. Ethnic places will get a chance to participate in their very first tasting event. Each station will be highly decorated to represent their country. These guys are working very closely with owners of restaurants, uh, more mom and pop style restaurants here in town, opposed to the corporate ones, and we, for figuring out what exactly will be served. Some different ethnic places that will be represented are Cambodian, Malaysian, Syrian, Northern Thai, Chinese, Taiwanese, Vietnamese, Japanese, Moroccan, Mexican, Laotian and Cuban. So, a little bit better description of what to expect here. This festival will be celebrating the quote unquote strange things on menus from around the Windy City. You get to try out different samples of food that are out of the ordinary fare from more than like 17 or so different local restaurants while sipping drinks that are being provided. I'm really excited about this event, so please enjoy this interview with. King Sithivath, aka Strange Food Chicago. So today we're sitting down with uh, King Sithivath through uh, Strange Food Chicago. How are you doing today, King? Yeah, I'm doing good. Awesome. So here to talk about Strange Food Chicago first annual festival. Pretty excited about that. Uh, absolutely. All right. Do you want to dive into what that's all about? Um, yeah. It's uh, basically what we're doing is we're trying to give the public. A more affordable uh, a way to enjoy ethnic foods without having to travel. A lot of people in the city they don't have cars, so it's a lot easier just to bring them all down, uh, bring them all in under one roof, and have a tasting, tasting and some beverages and some uh, uh, most importantly music, folk music of that country. Yeah, so it should be fun. Like uh, it's gonna be like. Uh, I have 17 restaurants right now, and as the date gets near, we're gonna do uh, at most, I think, 20, maybe 25, and um, just fill up the space. It'll be at Moonlight Studios. Uh, that's on Kenzie Street, uh, Grand and Ashland, in that area. Moonlight Studios, and we have tickets that you can buy tickets at Eventbrite.com. Early bird is $40 for early bird, so that includes everything. Uh, I think that's a great price. What is uh, everything? What's included? Everything includes the food, food, drinks, the performance, and uh, the parking at Moonlight Studio is, uh, it's like an industrial area, so there's a lot, plenty of parking, plenty of parking, and then for vendors, they could park in the back of the uh, facility, and uh, that's about it. And what's the date of the event? Uh, the date is November 6th, uh, Sunday, uh, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Okay. So the first hour is going to be tasting, second hour. The dance performance is going to start and then finish it off third hour just to hang out, relax, you know, mingle. 
So it's not just kind of come as you please, it's very structured and what's going to be going on there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you'd recommend kind of be there for the full three hours? Yeah, the, um, <clears throat> the two hours, I would say for, uh, well, I mean, I put three hours, but it depends if they want to stay longer, mm-hmm. you know, just to taste. I've been to tasting before and usually when you taste everything, sometimes you don't want to, you know, stay, but I'm hoping this is going to make them want to stay because there's so many... There's going to be so many unique things there, uh, ways of serving, ways of cooking, uh, different ingredients that's going to be very unusual to the, to the public. So, <clears throat> me and my partner that's doing this event, he, his name is Jed Schwartz. Um, he runs the account Chicago Food Events, at Chicago Food Events on Instagram. And um, he also has another account, Have to Try Everything, on Instagram, at Have to Try Everything. And I came up with this, I, I chose him to help me because it was actually at the Chicago Gourmet last year, which the, the Chicago Gourmet is going on this year, so it's the anniversary of our meet. And he, he spotted me out in the wild, he saw me <laughs> eating, and he's like, hey, you're a strange foods guy. Well, like, okay. Hey, what's up? Yeah, so, uh, and he asked me, you know, if I need any help with anything, got any project coming up, I'll be glad to help. I'm like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll keep that in the back of my head. And... Sure enough, I have this idea coming up, and he had he also had tickets to the Green City Market Festival at Moonlight Studio. So he offered me to go with them, and that's when we you know we just clicked. We hung out a lot, gone to a lot of uh, tasting together, and now we're working on this big project together. So his side of the job is more of the logistics. He's gonna do a lot. He's taking care of like the cleanup, the security, the distillers, the brewers. And he's good friends with the director of Moonlight Studios. Um, it was, you know, she's been really kind to us, working with us. Um, her name is Vivi, Vivi, and uh, and yeah. So you know, Jed, he's uh, he's one of the most genuine guy I've ever met. You know, if I need anything, I need help. I mean, I ran out of gas one time, and he actually came to my rescue. You know, I didn't have my wallet, and he came to my rescue, filled gas. So this is the kind of person he is. So. Just me and him, we're gonna do this together and hopefully we can do more and more together. So Strange Food Chicago, let's back up a second here to kind of get your background. You've been on the show before, but what is uh, Strange Food Chicago? Strange Food Chicago is basically Authentic Food Chicago. Okay. And as I mentioned before, it's uh, more of to catch the, uh, uh, the attention of public because Authentic Food Chicago is just not gonna catch their attention, you know. Strange Food, that would definitely catch your attention, so that's what helped me grow. So, it's strange to the Westerners, but to these cultures, it's just normal stuff, you know, it's the norm. Yeah. And so, uh, it's for all the listeners, we hear some uh, background noise, we're actually doing this live at one of uh, the top restaurants that will be at Straight Food Chicago, yeah. at Bites Asian Tapas. Yeah. Bites Asian Tapas, they're going to be one of the vendors too. Um, they're a fusion restaurant of Korean, Japanese, Thai, and Chinese. But for the festival, the chef, he's uh, Thai, so he's going to cook some uh, very traditional Thai food. Uh, I think it's fermented sour pork ribs or something like that. It's really good. And, uh, so culturally, you said there'd be a lot of different things from different cultures. Yes. Is that mainly Southeast Asian cultures or what are the kind of the cultures that would be it's there? A lot of self, it's a lot of Asian countries. Okay. I'm trying to find more. I'm working on trying to get European. Uh, I'm working on this French restaurant that just opened up, but right now we have, you know, basically Thai, Korean, 
Japanese, Malaysian, Filipino. Um, we have what is it? Mexican. A couple of Mexican restaurants. We have that. We have uh, let's see, Moroccan. Moroccan. We have Indian. And let's see what else we have. I can't think off the top of my head. Uh, Cambodian and Vietnamese, Laotian, uh, Northern Thai, and Syrian, Syrian and Cuban. Yeah. So what kind of motivated you to put this event together? Because like, you know, <clears throat> Strange for Chicago right now is just a uh, YouTube channel with some great videos, yeah. Instagram feed. Yeah. What kind of motivated you to, you know, step up your game, put in like all this effort, getting these uh, restaurants and stuff together? Well, what motivated me was it's like today they have the this weekend they have the Chicago Gourmet which it's two hundred dollars for a ticket and you go tasting and people you're tasting food that are actually they want to make a you know a big amount of it and it's just not good quality you know I've been to the food and wine festival that's almost like I think three hundred dollars a ticket so I that's when I came with the idea I'm like how about let's give the uh, family-owned restaurants an opportunity to have their own tasting event because. 99%, maybe 100% of these restaurants, they, uh, it's family-owned restaurants, they've never been to a tasting. So I have to explain to them how it works. And there's a language barrier, there's a challenge there too, but it's fun, you know. You, you get that challenge, that's what I like. You know? And then now they get an opportunity, they get excited, they're like, they keep telling me, I can't wait to serve this dish, that dish, finally. You know, we can use some strong flavors, what we really eat. So it's gonna, it's gonna be quite interesting and fun. So do you have some recommendations for people who are attending a festival for the first time, what to expect? Like, in my mind, walking into a festival where there's all-you-can-eat food, yeah. I mean, and there's, you know, 17-plus different places yeah. to eat from, how am I going to pace myself and be able to try everything? Like, how yeah. do I know what actually is good, what's worth it? Yeah. If I look at something that seems a little out of my comfort zone, should I even try it? Like, what do you have some recommendations yeah. for people? I recommend, with my experience, is... You, you, the, the bites are. I'm, I'm gonna make sure the bites are not too big, so people will be able to try everything. So that's the hard. That's the thing I have to explain to these restaurants, because they never had a taste before. So you make little bites, because people they eat with their eyes, and then if they sometimes they see a big, you know, amount of food, they'll end up eating it, and they forget. Oh, there's other spots to try too. So I'm gonna, you know, I'll coordinate that, you know, carefully with these restaurants, and and then the dishes. I'm coordinating that with them too, what they're cooking and you know, all that stuff. Awesome, so like what should like people bring? Is this BYOB? Like they should they bring other food or is everything gonna be kind of taken care of with buying a ticket? Um, everything's taken care of. It's uh, the drinks we have dis local distillers and breweries. So you know it's one in one it's gonna be Sunday in the afternoon, so the crowd is gonna be more of like uh, enjoying the food and the music. You know, it's not gonna be like a rowdy uh, party crowd. I mean it, might be, but I don't. I don't think it will be. You know. So for the performances, what should people kind of be expecting from this? Um, do you have that kind of all booked up already, or yeah, for, the, like, uh, for the performances, I have uh, booked right now is Filipino dancers. Okay. They do this little tinkling thing with bamboos. Uh, they use two bamboos. They hold it and they dance on top of it without getting their feet. You know, slam it between the bamboo stick. It's called tinkling. Interesting. And I have a Laotian uh, dance group. Um, they're gonna dress in a traditional outfit. It's kids between like eight and fourteen years old. And I also had a Thai, which 
it's almost similar, but you might see the difference. You know, so we also have uh, Thai dancers and uh, Bollywood dancers. The owner of Snow Dragon, he's Indian, so this was his uh, connection. Okay. Bringing the Bollywood dancers, and then I'm working on. I I, I want to get European, like maybe German dancers or Russian in there too, but it's really hard to do. You know, because I, I I don't have that. Uh, circle of uh, you know connection with that if you need some American singers I could definitely come in and sing for you yeah you can <laughs> yeah you can sing you can MC. <laughs> King's heard me sing he yeah, knows I'm it, a good singer it, it sounds like he's on uh, <laughs> having an epileptic seizure or something you know but all, all seriousness no um, if people were interested in performing or sponsoring um, what's the best way to get a hold of you to get on the schedule for that oh the best way to get a hold of me is I have a, a link to my email on my Instagram or you can just email me at uh, strangefoodschicago at gmail.com or you know you can go to my Facebook um, uh, King Sisabath K-E-N-G Sisabath S-I-S-A-V-A-T-H and I also have a Facebook page uh, Strange Food Chicago slash Facebook you can hold me like that and you know I, I don't know if I should uh, get my phone number out now no it's fine no. <laughs> <laughs> 911 fine so uh, rumor has it there's going to be a couple uh, celebrities stopping by the um, yes, um, uh, I've contacted uh, the Hungry Hound of ABC, uh, Steve Delinsky. Yeah. He has a flight to, uh, I think Nashville or something. I can't remember, but at three o'clock. But he's still he's still gonna try to make it because he's he's fascinated by the event and he just wants to check it out. And also, Hot Dogs, Doug's son of Hot Dogs, the famous uh, hot dog place that um, they retired, and they serve all kinds of exotic hot dogs. He's just, he'll he'll be there as a special guest I got that confirmed for him and and as far as uh, you mentioned uh, the kids kids are welcome kids are welcome it's like you know it's a family event um, I'm not sure the age limit for ticket prices I gotta I, sh- I gotta work on that now that I just thought about that and so do you still need help uh, getting everything set up volunteers etc like you have vendors set up you have food do you still need help with anything like that? Um, well, we have, we, we got everything. To, uh, we are looking for volunteers, too, if people want to help, as in checking in p- people. And I don't know if it's going to be cold. You have cold checks, but we got all the, uh, we got uh, security and cleanup all taken care of. And we, got, we have a DJ. He's going to be playing music, lights, fog machines. So that should be fun. And I, like I said earlier, I don't know if I mentioned this, the parking situation. It's an industrial area. It's going to be a lot of parking, so there's no need to worry about that. And the main thing is I want the vendors to decorate their station as authentic as possible. You know, put lights up, put props. They each have to bring a flag of their country, so that would be pretty cool. I want, when people step into this room, I want them to get a sense of traveling around the world in one day. Right. That's that's what we want. <clears throat> and you want to talk about the dishes? What yes, are going please. To serve? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so let's, let's just give a little idea of what we'll be having as far as uh, some uh, exotic dishes. Um, there is a company called Kaolam. They do, this is a Laotian company in Georgia. They're flying over here okay. uh, to uh, do their tasting and demo. And it's basically coconut sticky rice stuffed inside a bamboo stalk. And it's grilled, steamed and grilled. And it's like a dessert. And know. bamboo is edible? You don't eat the bamboo, it's just okay. stuff in there to cook in it. And um, and they, sometimes they put red beans in there. Uh, it, it, uh, the dish is one of the most iconic Laotian dishes, uh, as 
uh, iconic dessert, uh, Kalam. And another one is J51 Smile, which is a Chinese uh, dessert company in Chinatown. They have the famous Hong Kong uh, uh, egg waffle, so they're gonna want to do a demo of that, how they cook that and serve, you know, bite size that dish. And right now I'm confirming with AHA Crepes, which they have the ice cream, which the rolling ice cream, they roll it into a cup, you know, like a cylindrical shape. So that'd be cool to demo. So these are the three main things that is going to catch people's attention. It should be the three main, like, uh, star of the show. So I'm hoping to get that confirmation by this week. And that'd be fun to have that on there. And it's actually a Thai dessert, but the Chinese, they, uh, they grab that. The Japanese are doing it too now. You know, just they just pour a, a liquid ice cream on a, a flat uh, metal uh, plate, and then it freezes and they just roll together. And some more dishes, I'm not sure, but the owners of Harabi Mexican Street Food, they want to do eyeball tacos, which is normal. Uh, it's a Maxwell Street style. Back in the days, they would serve that. And I've never had it, but... Eyeballs? Like, what is eyeballs. the animal? I'm not sure. But <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not human. Eyeballs, eyeball. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not human. But I'm, I mean, I'm, might be good. Yeah. Know, but it'd be fascinating to try. I'm, that, I'm fascinated by that. And then, of course, you got the Northern Thai restaurant, M Rice and Beyond. They're looking to do, like, uh, maybe uh, fried intestines or century egg. So they, they got all, a lot of stuff up their sleeves when it comes to exotic dishes. And we have Shokran. It's a Moroccan, uh, Moroccan restaurant on Irving Park. They're doing one of their signature dish called Chicken Bastilla. I've never seen it. I never heard it. So that's all I know what it is. Chicken Bastilla. And he said it's one of the most authentic dish, traditional dishes. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. And Tropicuba. Tropicuba, I talked to them a couple days ago. They're excited about it. And I mentioned maybe roast a whole pig or just roast the head put the head of the pig on display that'd be fun yeah so we'll see what what they're gonna uh, it's a cuban restaurant so we'll see what they're gonna uh, cook up <clears throat> and as uh, snow dragon is a dessert company they do shaved ice it's taiwanese so they're gonna bring their machine there just to do a little demo of how the ice is shaved and give a small sample of that so that would be interesting honey dough is syrian catering company they do a lot of empanadas which Empanadas, you would think it's Argentinian, but the Syrians actually brought it to Argentina. Really? I yeah, know, yeah. yeah, and that's how it just blew up there. And then, if you you'll see there at the event, their empanadas will look just like Argentinian empanadas. You know, it's a Caden company only. And Tanuki Sushi, they I've recently been working with them. We are doing uh, the soft shell crab tacos. It's more of a fusion Tanuki Sushi, and the tacos are crispy nori seaweed shells, which I uh, I actually had a help from a restaurant owner in Milwaukee called Lucky Ginger. I seen him make it and I told him, hey, can you help me make this? I think it would be a good idea to introduce it to Chicago. Right. Yeah, so he just you know told me what we need to buy and how to make it. And you know, so I give credit to all to that to them, Lucky Ginger. Yeah, we Milwaukee. actually had that uh, dinner together a couple days ago, which is absolutely phenomenal. Yep. I definitely looking forward to eating it again. And of course, Saigon Bistro Crawfish is a fusion Vietnamese restaurant. Um, they're mostly doing Cajun. So what they want to serve is they want to they want to focus and showcase their uh, sauce, which is one of the best sauce I've ever had in Chicago. Um, it's I think they want to do just maybe a crawfish, peel the tail off, so it's easy for people to eat, and then drench some sauce with garlic butter sauce on there, and give a side of a corn. So that's more of a fusion. 
they might serve some Vietnamese dishes too. I'm not sure. Um, what else do we got? We got uh, a juice bar, Infinite Us Juice. I've been good friends with them. What's fascinating about this is not just the juice, but they sell energy rocks. Okay. Yeah, uh, they have huge. I think they're called geo. What are these rocks called? Geolis. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What, I don't know. How, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's huge rocks. They're gonna display their rocks there, so it'll be, it'll be cool to show. It's like. They can go up to four feet, five feet tall. Oh, rocks. you're the ones that like are like king spa, like those, like the. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. Inside, it's gonna be like different color, purples, crystals. I don't know. It's it's gonna be pretty cool. Um, that's why I have them in there just to uh, serve up some uh, exotic, uh, uh, healthy drinks. And they also have, they're gonna bring their uh, ants and uh, bug powder. It's for <laughs> healing or something. Yeah, yeah, and a bug powder. And. Uh, El Corrido, another Mexican place we do. Um, I'm thinking they're gonna do pig feet soup, give samples of pig feet, Ooh, and maybe do a demo of uh, butchering a pig. I'm gonna talk to them this week about what to serve. Uh, we'd have to uh, discuss that. And of course, Bites Tapas uh, is where we're at now. I already mentioned, I think they wanna do a fermented pork ribs, which is, uh, is actually Northern Thai style. It's fermented in lemongrass and raw sticky rice it helps with the fermentation so nice uh, sour taste so right for now that's what we have right now oh and then uh, donuts we have a donut shop called something sweet donuts it's run by a Cambodian couple which is rare it's rare enough to find Cambodian people in the city but you know here I bump into them and now they're doing one of the best donuts the red velvets I, I just bought some yesterday brought it to the staff of Tanuki I always bring it to the staff of any restaurant I work with because I love it so much uh, even here at Bites, they had some. Um, but we're working on something interesting. We're going to use the red velvet donuts, and we're going to put dried shrimp on top, which is going to give uh, a salty with a sweet. And, very they, interesting, and then he yeah. eats, they eat this uh, back in Cambodia. You know, it's just a snack. You, know, you get the sweet and savory. It's like bacon, uh, bacon chocolate, right? Yeah, sweet and savory. So that's what we have right now. Awesome, I'm really excited. So ostensibly you're telling everyone, come hungry, because there'll be plenty of food to try. Yeah. Plenty of food and a lot of, and it's a, it'll be a show. It'll be a show. You know, I'm also working on a, a, I forgot one place called Pho. I haven't confirmed it yet, but it would be cool to show a big pot of Pho boiling in the background. They serve bite-sized Pho, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Fantastic. So yeah, so uh, really excited about this event. Yeah. Glad to promote it. People will be coming out like crazy, so you recommend getting your tickets early? Yeah, it's possible to sell out? Yeah, I recommend getting it early because uh, there's going to be at least 100 tickets for friends, family, bloggers, media, writers. So do, do we, in actuality, we'll have 400 left, and concerning each restaurant, we'll probably have like 5, 10 people of their friends buy it. You know, you got 17 restaurants, so, you know, so I would get, $40 is probably one of the cheapest price in all the festival I've been to, Yeah, with, with what you're getting. Not just what, what we're getting, but you know, it's, it's a great price. And we'll be donating $1,000 to a charity called Feed My Starving Children. They have a home base here in Schaumburg, and um, it will help feed children here. And they're, I'm working with a photography company called Defining 78. He's bringing his service, his service from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Usually he charges like $4,000, $5,000, but he's donating his service, bringing his team. And he donates money to Feed My Starving Children each session, each wedding photography session. So Defining78.com. So he'll be coming down here and that is why I'm choosing this charity because 
it works for both of us. So it's, it's all going to be a good cause and I think it's going to be one of the most uh, unique festival. It's the last festival of the year and I, I want it to be a big festival as in not attendance but as in you know what, how unique and interesting it is. You know, big, and I'd like to make it bigger next year, and maybe make national news with this festival. You know, and then have other people uh, follow me and do the same thing in other cities. Hopefully. Yeah. First annual means uh, annual means every year, so I'm really excited about that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Anything else you want to leave the listeners with before we sign off? Um, that's about it. Except just you know, you can go to a strange food. Uh, Strange Fruit Chicago Festival dot dot com to buy tickets, or I think you can just uh, Google Strange Food uh, Chicago Festival slash Eventbrite, or you go Instagram Strange Food Chicago. The ticket links are there. Facebook Strange Food Chicago ticket links is there, and uh, you know get the early bird tickets before they. Uh, I think it's October eleventh. It ends October eleventh. After that, it's fifty five dollars. Uh, Actually, no. There's another early. There's another early bird. This is super early bird. The other early bird is uh, forty-five dollars, and then after that one's done, the final price is fifty-five, which is still a good price. Fifty-five bucks for everything. Dinner, entertainment, yeah. Yeah, and sure. we'll, we'll be adding. We'll be adding more, uh, uh, more uh, vendors, distillers. Uh, yeah, that's that should be about it. Awesome. I appreciate the time. Really excited to see you November sixth. Yeah. Thanks, JP. Definitely an interesting interview. We actually did this interview at uh, Bites Tapas up in uh, Lakeview, one of the restaurants that will be at Strange Food Chicago Festival. Sorry about all the background noise. We were actually out on this uh, gorgeous little patio they have out there, and we just wanted to just really get a chance to spend some time together, do this interview, and enjoy some fantastic food. We ended up having quail, snails, some raw shrimp, and a Japanese omelet, which is just fantastic, right after the interview. So just a reminder, the event will actually be on November 6th from 1 to 4 p.m. That's a Sunday at Moonlight Studios at 1446 West Kinsey Street right here in Chicago. Uh, tickets are for sale. We're still at the early bird right now, but in a couple of days, uh, if you're going to like the Magnum Rain price, and then door price will actually change also. I would highly recommend coming and checking it out. A lot of fun food. I'll be there emceeing all the uh, ethnic dances, which would be phenomenal. I'll be trying my best not to overeat beforehand, but it'll be so much great food to try. Definitely come join us, and we'll see you on November 6th. Have a great rest of your evening. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference... Those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. (laughs) 